Welcome to Let's Admit It, a college admissions podcast hosted by the Boise Bible College Admissions Department. Here, we aim to answer the spoken and unspoken questions of high school students and parents who are looking to learn more about a Christian college experience. You can learn more about Boise Bible College at www.boisebible.edu. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Let's Admit It podcast hosted by the admissions department here at Boise Bible College. My name is Michael Gritton. I am and have been your host for this wonderful little expedition that we've been on together. Um, So, so far we have, we've sat down with the president. We've sat down with the head of the the financial aid department. Um, And uh, today we're going to do something we haven't done yet, which is um, I've, you know, on the podcast, I've introduced you to Mr. Logan Steinbaugh. Um, that was one of my favorite episodes. Um, I've introduced you to Russell Grove. I've introduced you to Linda. But we have two other people <clears throat> in our admissions department um, that we have not been able to get on the podcast yet. Well, today we've got one of those people, Mr. Brawlin Decker. Brawlin, hello. Hello, how are you doing, Mike? Dude, I'm doing so doggone well. I'm doing much better now that this uh, recording software is actually working. Yeah, we got a good microphone. Um, (laughs) We finally made this work. Um, So today, what we're gonna be doing is, because I graduated from college here in 2017, so three years ago, um, which means I showed up to college. I was a bachelor's degree, four years, which means I showed up at college in 2013. Wow. Which means I graduated high school in 2012, <laughs> which means I am out of date yeah. as far as like being able to speak on today's subject. And so um, today what we're going to be talking about is what the transition period between high school to college looks like. Because you know, whether you're excited about that, like I was, or whether you're trepidatious about it, like I've known some people to be, <laughs> um, you got to stare that transition dead in the eyes yeah, because yeah. man, it is, it's going to happen no matter what. So, um, what we're going to do today is we're gonna get some, some fresh perspective on what that transition is like. So Brawlin, before we get started on that subject, I like to spend a little bit of time each episode just, um, because I feel like with our job especially, it's really easy for the people that we're in contact with to kind of start to view us as just uh, a, a, you know, an every other week email or voicemail. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's difficult to kind of view us as like human beings. And so I like to uh, personalize some people. So I like to ask some get to know you questions. So just gonna, just gonna fire some away. You, you, you know, you have yeah. the floor, talk as much as you want. Um, but first and foremost, um, just tell me about you where you're from yeah so i mean as you said um i'm brawlin um i'm from spokane washington actually it's a little town called deer park washington deer park yeah uh, my wife actually grew up in spokane have i ever told really? you that yeah i don't think you did no yeah I'm, no we we got married near spokane wow yeah okay so that's why you're probably gonna go travel to spokane yep, soon that's, that's exactly why okay yeah no i know that logan actually grew up yeah, like it's 20 miles from me dude so. it's bananas how it's a small town in like how how much spokane is just like interlaced into our department Seriously, yeah and so, everyone anyway, i talk to they're like, yeah, I know Spokane. I have a bunch of family up there. So, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. you were saying. Um, yeah, so I grew up about 15 minutes north of there in a little town called Deer Park. Um, when I say little town, it's it's small. Like, I can walk from one side to the other in probably 10 minutes. Do you know the population off the top of your head? I think it's like 4,000. Okay, but it's, my hometown's 3,000, so I was just yeah, curious. Yeah, not a lot of people live in the town, though. A lot of people just live in, like, the area. Got it, so, okay. Yeah, 
There's okay. not even a stoplight. <laughs> it's small. That's so good. Yeah. I know that there was, there's one town on my way uh, when I'm driving home, like I just did for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, there's one town that it's like, it's like two streets and a stop sign. Oh my goodness. It. So anyway, okay, moving on. Next thing. Um, did you grow up going to church? Actually, I did not. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So when I was probably probably born to like two years old, I went to church and then okay. uh, my parents kind of fell out of the whole church picture and image and um, just started, you know, doing, doing things that weren't so Christian. <laughs> so church wasn't really the best place for me at the time. Okay. Uh, but when I was about 14 years old, I accidentally went to church. Accidentally. Yes, accidentally. So I went to church with my atheist aunt and uncle. Um, oh. And there was no plan or like intent of going there, but I really enjoyed just the way that people loved me and the way that people, you know, Hmm. greeted me with a smile and just seemed so welcoming and uh it was, it was like a love that i hadn't experienced hmm. before and so i really just wanted more of that i wanted to be fed into more like that so i started going back and um you know kind of learning about who this jesus guy was and really yeah. enjoyed that so man I, it shocks me how often in this podcast and dropping all pretense um how much i learn about people that i spend <laughs> so much time around i had no clue that, that was the case yeah. so this is this is an, a learning experience for all of us um <laughs> So you didn't go to church until you know, from from age two till fourteen. You yeah, said, yeah. Tell me about like once you you mentioned your grandparents. Yeah. Talk to me about some of the people that like impacted your life in that twelve year block. Hmm. And then I'm going to ask you also to tell me about the people that influenced your life from fourteen till <laughs> yeah Thursday. Sounds great, man. Yeah, um, I think. Hmm. At a younger age, Smokey the Bear really influenced really? me. I know that sounds odd, but my dad was a wildland firefighter. And so okay. um, th- there was a big emphasis on Smokey the Bear. <laughs> and so he really influenced my life to, you know, not, not start forest fires. Yeah. And I haven't yet. So that's good. Good start. It worked. Yeah, it's yeah. a good start so far. We'll see what happens in the future. Um, <laughs> I think that my, my uncles also had a really good influence on my life, um, just kind of about what it means to be godly. Um, mm. And even though they weren't godly, just the way that they treated the people around them, um, I think a lot of times that that is what a godly image reflects. Right. And so they had a pretty good influence on my life. Uh, my dad as well kind of showed me what it's like to be a good man, uh, you know, chivalry and things like that. So. Okay. Yeah. And then from ages, you know, 14 till present. Yes. The fun years. Um, I think after, yeah, after I became a Christian, I would say really the senior pastor at my church and my youth minister, um, both of them had a huge influence on, on my life and um, who I am right now, but also I think who I want to be. Um, and so just seeing the way that they live their lives and, um, love their family really, uh, shaped kind of the way that I want my future to be and kind of who I'm trying to live towards. All right. All right. Um, okay. So another, another kind of like realm of questions. Um, so at some point, you know, Brawlin Decker age two stops going to church, Brawlin age 14, kind of starts going back to church. Brawlin, age 17, 18, whatever it is, starting to look down the, the barrel of adulthood and has got to make some big decisions in terms <laughs> of where do I want to go? What was the decision like? What was the decision making process like when it came to is Boise Bible College a you know viable option? Should I go there? What was that like? Yeah, um, I think, you know, that's kind of a scary, scary, scary question to pose because adulthood comes whether you like it or not, um, mm-hmm. right? It's the next chapter. And so it's something that you have to look straight in the face. And for me, uh, 
the bigger question was, do I even want to go to college, hmm. right? Do I even want to get that education? Because after I became a Christian, I, I really just felt like God wanted me to be ministering, which actually before um, I had thought about ministry work and I was like, man, that must be the most boring job in the world. <laughs> like who would ever do that? And then here I am today, like God is calling me to do that. Yeah. And so it's just kind of interesting. But um, so when I really made that choice, it was when I, you know, was talking to my youth minister about the Bible and I was like, wow, I really don't know a whole mm. lot about like what I'm saying I want to live the rest of my life for. So um, I, I made the decision that I wanted to go to college so that I could get a better education on, you know, what I want to do. Sure. And so I was kind of going back and forth between a couple of colleges and Boise Bible College really just stood out to me because um, they were always at every single rally that I ever went mm. to, every single camp that I ever went to. And, you know, the camp reps were always, you know, um, very kind and, uh, represented the college in a, in a good way, um, which I'm sure maybe isn't always the case, but I must've got lucky or something. No, <laughs> I had we're pretty, good, we're pretty happy with our camp. Reps. I had some good camp. Yeah. yeah. Some good camp reps. Um, and so that's just something that I wanted in my life was that kind mm -hmm. of the, the way, the, the way that they live their lives. Yeah. Um, and so Boise Bible college was interesting from, from that standpoint. So I started looking into it more and kind of calling in, uh, you know, asking any questions that I had and, uh, Linda, who works in the office, is, was just so phenomenal about yeah. answering any question I had, um, you know, and if she didn't know the answer, which was like very, very, very <laughs> rare, um, being v very graceful about, you know, getting back to me and um, answering any of the questions that I did have so that I, I, I had answers and I knew where I wanted to go. And so, uh, and also like the fact that it was an accredited Bible college mm. um, was, wasn't really something I had heard of before. So um, the fact that I can get a degree in something that I want to go into for the, you know, the remainder of my life really uh, stood out to me. Yeah. So you got, you've made this, this heck of a decision of I'm going to go to college, which by the way, means for you, like for me, who's, who comes from Southeastern Idaho, mom and dad are three and a half hours away. I can, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's not like a drop of a hat per se, but like I, I spent a lot of weekends in my college days at home with my folks you, and I know this because my wife is in the area, that's like a nine hour drive yeah, and over yeah. a snowy, you know, over like mountain pass yeah. and whatnot. So you've got this big old moment coming up where you have to pack up your things and say, I'll see you in a couple of months, hopefully. <laughs> what's, what's that transition? What was that transition like for you? Yeah. Um, I think at the beginning, um, when I first committed to coming to Boise Bible College, it was more of excitement. Like, finally, I don't have to deal with my siblings, right? Like, no more rules. I'm an adult. I can, I can eat as much chocolate cake as I want. And, um, but I mean, really, you know, the past, or when there was a couple weeks left and I knew, okay, I'm moving soon. Yeah. That, that's when it really just hit me hard. Um, mm. And it, it's not an easy thing. And so, um, you know, it, it, it was really just spending as much time with the people that I, that I cared about and that surrounded themselves around me. Um, as I could and investing in that, those relationships so that I knew, you know, in a couple months when I did go back, those relationships would still be there and it would just pick up like nothing had happened. But that's not to say that it was easy. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, leaving anyone that you love is kind of hard, especially when you know that it's not for a bad reason, but you know, it's for a good reason and you're going to, you're right. going, you made that decision. Um, but I would say that it's definitely worth it. Hmm. Yeah. So challenging, but worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So on the topic of challenging but worthwhile, I'm going to ask you again, kind of a two-parter question. Number one, um, in your time at the college, um, you know, good, bad, or ugly, what has been the most challenging thing about your time here? Mm. What's been the most rewarding thing about your time here? Ooh, okay, I'm going to be honest. Um, I think the most challenging thing about my time here 
has been uh, lack of sleep. <laughs> um, and I know that you probably hear that from every yeah. college student, right? Like, oh, we never sleep. And um, they're not lying. <laughs> um, you know, there's just, hey, there's, there's such a community that there's always something to do. But mm. you have to prioritize your, your time in a way that, you know, you're paying money to get this education. And so you have, you're going to get what you give. And so you got to put time and effort in, into your education as well. And so, um, especially when I first got here, I was so invested into becoming a part of this community that I almost forgot about my education. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that, that would come to, you know, staying up until three 30 in the morning, just trying to get my homework done so that I could, uh, go on <laughs> the next day and <laughs> be able to focus on homework the next day too. Um, not that he would do that while he was working in the admissions department. No, I would never, <laughs> never. <laughs> um, and then I would say, uh, probably the most rewarding thing for me is, uh, being a part of student leadership. Mm. Uh, which by the way, you're a rep or are you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a representative of my class. Okay. So, um, it's, it's rewarding for me because I get to see, uh, kind of how our investment as a school, mm. uh, dives into the students' lives and then how they're changed for the better for it. Yeah. Um, so but also the hard just, parts of leadership are rewarding too. Yeah. yeah. Just, just really fast. Um, in at Boise Bible college in the different classes, there is a couple of different positions in student leadership. There's the student, uh, the, like the, the class president, yeah. class representative, and then there's what's called the Stuco president, which is student life committee. I, I can't remember what Stuco stands yeah, for. Yeah, you're, you're close. So Stuco stands for student council. Um, we don't have a class president. Um, oh, so did that the, change? The class representative oh, is okay. the class president pretty much. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm speaking way out of turn. Things have changed <laughs> since I was a student. Yeah. Sorry. And so anyone can run for the uh, leadership inside of, uh, we call it exec, the exec team. Mm. Um, and so that's the student body president, um, the vice president, uh, the treasurer, and shoot, I should really know this, but there's one more. Um, so the incoming, <laughs> that was, that was all three of them when I was around. Yeah. So, so the incoming freshmen, um, can't run for those, but, uh, sophomore and up can run for those. Right, and then right. the incoming freshmen can run for their class positions, which is uh, clap, class representative, which is pretty much class president yeah, yeah. and then class leader and class leader is a lot more of the pastoral kind of hands-on caring for mm. the student body. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I just, yeah, I just wanted to kind of explain that for our listeners and then I, mess up the explanation. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so I'm so grateful for someone who's in student leadership being here. Um, all right, Brawlin, we're going to, we're, we're running down on our time here. So I'm going to ask you one last question. Sounds good. It's kind of a repeat question that I keep asking every single time. Wink, wink. It's almost like I have a purpose for that. Uh, <laughs> and the question is this, um, if you had a high school student standing in front of you right now, mm. who was questioning whether or not Boise Bible college was a viable option for higher education, mm. what would you tell them? I would tell them that, you know, yes, it is because it is an accredited college. So even if they don't know what they want to go into yet, um, if they, they value their relationship with Jesus, uh, this, this college equips them to uh, be able to, to strengthen and deepen that relationship even more. But also it sets you up for something that you can go into that isn't just ministry. Um, I believe that no matter where you go in life as a Christian, you're called to do ministry. Um, and that's not always standing on a stage and preaching. Uh, sometimes it's, you know, working in a factory and, you know, talking to your coworkers. And so, uh, this, this college equips you to know what you believe and why you believe it. Um, but it also equips you to have a deeper education so that you can move on to something else too. Um, but also I would recommend even just one year of Bible college to anybody, um, even if they don't know where they want to go, because it really strengthens what you know about the Bible, um, and what you believe in, you know, like I said earlier, why you believe it. Um, and the nice thing is our professors are all unique in the way that they have hands-on experience. Mm. Um, they, are, they don't just 
come in here and teach because that's what they've been taught, but they come in here and teach because they have lived out what they're teaching. Um, and so I think that that's really cool and they're able to care for you in that way too. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all the time that we have, uh, for today. So Brawlin, thank you for, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. Um, eventually I would love to introduce y'all to, uh, to the other office worker, Caitlin, <laughs> but that might be a different time. So, um, I would like to invite all of you to, uh, join us next week. And, uh, from all of us in the admissions department, just want to say, have a good week. Bye.